0: Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and today we are talking about not settling for pretend learning. Don't worry, if you aren't sure what this means, we'll explain it in the show. But we think this is a super important aspect of homeschooling, and we know you're gonna be encouraged. Also, again, I just wanna say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler. They're an amazing math curriculum, and you should go check them out over at teachingtextbooks.com. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson
1: well hey everybody and it's good to be back in the saddle again I don't even know what did you do last week Ben I I didn't even I just re
0: uploaded an older one uh, that was that called like you're smart enough to homeschool your children and okay. uh, I think it was a good episode so
1: okay yeah, well, go listen well to it I <laughs> should have probably checked with you but I didn't even I just left you kind of hanging because I was in uh the Upper Peninsula uh, just past Mackinac Bridge um, as I uh, crossed it and went to a uh, a camp cedar ray camp in cedarville uh, michigan right on the banks of lake huron for homeschool camp homeschool family camp and again uh in the past we've talked about different ones that we've been a part of and uh, this was a very first time for me and this is a keeper um we'll be letting you know about it in the future when we go up there but if you're looking for a great um destination family camp low-key lots of fun uh lake huron kind of things with boating and kayaking and paddleboarding and t- amazing trails to hike and lots of free time for relaxation um cedar bay is going to be the camp for you so uh it was a good one nice. um but uh it is hot up here in northern indiana which is probably hot everywhere um it was like 90 four or five today probably it's supposed to be even a little hotter tomorrow um mm. the sun was shining and uh i know i heard ben and his family playing in their pool uh while i was out cutting grass and it, it was fun just to listen to your kids so um how's the new baby coming oh, i mean i know how the new baby is yeah. going but uh, everybody else is maybe yeah. a little We're
0: getting, we're like four days away from a month, which is just crazy. So, uh, it comes so, or moves so fast, but he's doing good. Anderson's, uh, he's gained a pound, gained a couple inches, which she was really happy about. She had a doctor's appointment today or for, for Anderson, uh, i would say he's pretty chill overall i mean he sleeps pretty easy he's pretty easy to comfort overall i mean you know it's not amazing during the night but it's not not it's been worse hudson was much worse so uh, pretty thankful overall for how he's how he's been so and then sam i mean he's getting within the next i think they're due within six
1: days or something like that so i think so that's just so gonna that's, be mind-blowing <laughs> yeah that will be mind-blowing so that's fun and today is ike and carolyn's their wedding anniversary i was out there cutting grass today out by the site of their um where they said i do and that's always kind of a um a, a fun feeling and place i know for for ben's father-in-law is a, a gravestone cutter i guess um and uh i guess one of the perks i mean Really can't take advantage of that until you're dead, um, but um, I have taken advantage of his skills a couple times, and I know out by uh, the place in our yard where Ike was married and or Ben was married, um, uh, their dad, David, uh, engraved like a little rectangular plaque out of uh, granite that has their names on it and their their um, um, anniversary day, and uh, it's just kind of fun to go out there and check it out that every once cool. in a while, so... And so have you guys? Mile marker as well.
0: Has mom started school, or, or is that coming up in the next week or so?
1: No, I think she's getting ready to start next week. Um, we're we're attempting to clean and do those last kind of jobs of the summer. So we're we're doing the deep clean of the basement. Um, so we're getting rid of stuff, and I think even today, uh, I picked up a chair. I don't know. I have this. I could be totally one of those picker guys who picks up people's trash. Uh, A couple years ago, maybe two years ago, I picked up this um, uh, office chair that was shiny. You know, it was very mid-century office chair heavy. Um, No rust on it. It was really nice. And uh, Debbie said uh, she put it on like Facebook Marketplace. and, And it was like someone contacted her and said, oh, I'll give you $50 for it. And mom said, hey, somebody offered $50. And I'm like, take it. You know, and she's like, hmm it might be worth more than that. <laughs> so she kind of bargained with him. And apparently the president of his company, whatever that is is gonna kind of contact her and wants to use it for, I, I think it's a Costco chair, Costco chair. And so I don't know if it's a president of Costco or whatever, um, but huh. they want this chair. So cool. this could be our ticket out of there. So, That's right. <laughs> you never know what you pick. Mostly I pick up junk that isn't worth anything and I re- throw it to the trash can. Um, but yeah, uh, so um, we're cleaning out the garage and uh, getting ready to start homeschooling. So she said maybe next Monday, but you know, it's really the week before Labor Day. We're closed. So we might be able to push her off all the way till after Labor Day. We'll see. We'll see. So um, So, anyway.
0: Well, one of the things you sent me today, kind of the topic of the show, which you called it, uh, don't settle for pretend learning. I think I know what you mean. And I jotted some notes and stuff, but maybe explain to everyone what you mean by pretend learning.
1: Well, you know, um, I am a product of the school system. I went to public school. I went to college. I went to uh, seminary. I got a a master's degree. So I'm about as smart as a person could get.
0: Bad marketing for this public school, right there. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Let's go pause here real quick. Do you have like? (laughs) Oh, I do. (laughs) I think I think it's good. Maybe some dried blood or something. I don't know yeah there <laughs> sorry people if you're grossed out by that all right let's put a... uh it's very pleasant <laughs> that's okay one time um,
1: we won't put a pause in it but one time uh i think ben was with me i was uh we were in california ben were you there when Vody rockham was was yeah. there but i remember i was speaking down in the main hall and i think we ate lunch and we and i had a, a lunch at this the leaders uh luncheon and and I thought I, I ate and then I thought I should go up to the room, brush my teeth, the hotel room and uh we were in Long Beach Island I think and and so Ben was at the booth and so I'm going upstairs talking to people along the way and I'm riding the elevator with the people and then I went into the bathroom put toothbrush you know, you put the toothpaste down on your toothbrush and I and I look up in the mirror and I went I almost like I looked like I had knocked out a tooth. You know, I had this big piece of lettuce on there. And I'm like, I talked to like a half a dozen people, and nobody said anything. So, as embarrassing as that was, thank you, Ben. Thank you <laughs> for right. pointing those things out. All up. right. Well, let's continue, Okay, I So, right, girl, pretend schedule. learning. So, I did it all, you know. And so, I've been thinking about learning for long, for really years as we've done the Smiling Homeschooler. And even before that, before uh, when we were just homeschooling. And uh, I was talking with some guys and, about learning and all that. And I just, I said something like, you know, because what we've been doing up until now is just pretend learning. And by pretend learning, I don't mean like we haven't learned anything. I just mean we kind of go through these practices of doing certain things and pretending like the kids are learning something um maybe you you know you know maybe maybe you've seen other people do that you know when they're maybe playing an instrument and you think these kids aren't getting it they're not understanding it and i think that we have for too long we've settled for that you know we've thought you know that's okay uh you know i'll just go through the 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 um exercises of learning and doesn't matter if they're getting it or not at least it makes me feel good like they are getting it. And we're satisfied with certain things. You know, we're satisfied with um, them knowing that 1492 Columbus sailed the ocean blue, which doesn't mean anything. I mean, it's just a a nursery rhyme almost. Um, uh, And so we kind of sometimes are are, uh, led astray into doing those things without and missing the real learning opportunities. And I think as homeschoolers, we're even more prey, are prone to doing that because people are trying to sell us uh, those things that make us feel like our kids are, are learning things and they're not really. In fact, I remember um, Gary Ozo uh, Growing Kids God's Way, used to say, you know, we just get our kids to, they're like uh, the trained dolphins, you know, who jump through a hoop for a squid. Uh, and that's kind of what we do. We, we, we say, oh good, they can do these things and we're so we're so impressed and we feel we feel comfortable um i probably shared in the past and uh you can stop me ben if i have uh, but when you're my age you do repeat things uh, um, you're gonna start doing it probably soon mm, um, I really do. um but i remember one time at our church when uh, i'm looking for ben any verbal non key, nonverbal cues that says yeah i've heard this before um but at our church one time uh, we kind of had a, a small home, home group, you know, which are always prone to oddness. And, uh, but there was this little kid, you know, how, you know, how like in Sunday school or in your church service, they get all the little kids up front and they sing, Jesus loves me. And all the parents, they take out their phones and they take pictures like that. Well, this little kid stood up and he was probably eight and he re- recited the Shema from memory and the shema if you don't know is deuteronomy chapter 6 and it's in hebrew because it starts off with the hebrew word shema shema israel hear o israel the lord is god the lord is one and he did this whole thing in hebrew and all the parents you know wanted to kill themselves because their kids <laughs> can't even do the pledge of allegiance you know or they don't they can't say they can't say john three sixteen, they can't do anything and, you know, and the parents thought, wow, what an amazing kid. And the kid may have been amazing, but not because he could recite the Shema, because that's fake. Lear- that's that's not real learning. It's uh, uh, did I use the word fake? Is that how I said it? Pretend, pretend. It's pretend learning because he could have been, he could have just as easily, you know, recited a elvish poem from, you know, the Lord of the Rings. And it would have zero, at the same value as doing the Shema in Hebrew. But somehow we like that. So I just thought, you know, maybe we'd talk about that, um, you know, kind of yeah. just talk about it.
0: Well, I mean, I feel like you mentioned, you said you thought it was almost more dangerous for homeschoolers. I don't know if I'd totally agree. Cause like, I think schools themselves are literally built around the whole principle of pretend learning. Not that they don't learn anything at school, but like the whole, the test is uh, honestly I think is pretend learning is and most college students would or any student really if they're honest would would agree with this to some extent and I've heard it over and over and over and over and over from friends from all types of school is they learned the test and then they forgot everything else like they didn't care anything else except to pass a test and obviously if the test is I guess you don't have any idea what it's going to be then maybe you do learn some And, and obviously I think there there is a place for it to some extent but um, I think so many people think, well, my t- child tested above your child's, so that means my kid learns more. And it's like, not necessarily, it just means they might be better at taking a test, you know? And, um, I think that's, it's, it's such a bummer because it just has made that the only goalpost of, of is someone learning or not. And I just think that is so unfair to so many, not unfair. It's not like it's, you know, but it's just not a really a very good mark of actual progress and actual learning.
1: But that's that's something, but I- it's very marketable. Yeah, you know? totally. I mean, it is, and you know, I think that's why, uh, you know homeschool moms are prone to it. I think you're right. You know, the school system does do that. And I
0: think they have to because it's the only way to test or the only other way to quantify something. And, you know, as a mom, you're actually able to talk to your kids and, you know, you see your kids a lot. So it's your homeschooling. So you can actually know where they're at and if they're learning or not. Whereas a teacher with, you know, dozens of kids, they have to do a test or something. Otherwise, it's really hard to actually have a clue where each kid truly is with learning. So I think... Well, I don't think
1: I don't even think they do it for that reason. I think those school systems do it so they can get funding. You know, I think it's based on finances. I mean, I had a friend who was a public school teacher up here where I live, and I mean, he really cared about his students. He cared about them learning, and uh, he was often written up because the 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 powers that be said he was an NT player And one time uh he they were saying like oh you know our kids are just not doing uh good on the the overall testing because they had ranked all the schools you know were they an a school b skill and their school the one that is near us got an f and you know they were fearful of being closed down of course they were never going to be closed down but they were fearful that for that and they would sit around and they'd say we got to figure out a way to get our kids to get test higher on these things and my friend said well, it might be because they don't speak English, you know, and he wasn't making a crack like, you know, oh, you know, it's too bad that they're not Americans. He wasn't saying that. He was saying, why are we pretending to get them to do a test when they can't even speak English? You know, we should be teaching them to speak English and then not worrying about the test. Um, but that's not the way it worked. And I think, you know, that has been passed down then to homeschoolers. Um, who say you need to do this because we do this, and um, and maybe we're prone to it because it's easier to check the box. Um, oh, yeah. You know, if you say, okay, here are five dates: fourteen ninety two, Abraham Lincoln got shot. Ben, do you know when that is? Not the exact day, no. <laughs> well, then you don't know diddly if yeah, You don't know right. the exact date. Now I said that to Ben because he knows more about history than really anybody I know. I mean, he really does. Um, and I don't know about that, <laughs> even though he doesn't know when Abraham Lincoln was yeah. shot, um, you know, and, or what other, you know, when when the Pilgrims landed on Plymouth Rock or name some other, you know, when Donald Trump was elected for the first time, you know, great moments in history. And, uh, you know, and if you can get all five of those, we check the box and we feel good about that. And we think, oh, our kids know something, and it means nothing. It means nothing. And yet, really, I don't know, I, don't, I wouldn't put a percentage on it, but there's a large percentage of homeschool curriculum that does that very same thing. Um, and, you know, I, I'm not ever trying to slam any curriculums, but moms, your kids deserve better than that. You know, they really deserve better than that. And You know i just i even saw a meme just recently um uh maybe yesterday and i thought it was kind of funny it was passed around a whole bunch of times and and the person said you know because i'll hear mom say well i never learned that when i was in school because now they're learning it in homeschooling and the meme said something like don't say you never learned it you just were not listening back then i'm not really sure that's necessarily true um maybe it was taught but for whatever reason, those ears of a young person, it was not taught in such a way that we even cared about it, you know? And I think there are better ways, maybe not as easy to check off the box, that equal real learning.
0: All right, I'm gonna interrupt real quick just to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring this episode of The Smiling Homeschooler. They're in a math curriculum that we believe in because they help homeschoolers smile. If you hate math time or your kids hate math time, then you should go check them out over at teachingtextbooks.com. They have an amazing math curriculum that is fun, interactive, and helps your kids learn better. Head on over to teachingtextbooks.com for a free trial and view a sample lesson. And I mean, obviously, like even if you you teach your kid in a way that is incredibly engaging, they're not going to remember everything, but... uh, (laughs) You know, yeah, just the so Pat said, my husband would say, uh, just because you can recite the instructions doesn't mean you can build the house. You still need the knowledge and understanding. Yeah. And I think that's good because, you know, or even if you can recite or memorize a recipe, doesn't mean you're a master chef, you know. So uh, obviously, there's a lot of actual, you know, whether that's hands on or whether it's just an inquisitiveness, uh, which we've talked about many, many times, is that's what you're going for, is not just. Because you know I've read hundreds of books, but I don't remember even a tenth or a thousandth of what I've read in there. But you know I think it's the overall the idea of wanting to learn that uh, is really is really key. I wrote down a bunch of things that like real learning doesn't have to you know do those kind of things like uh, I guess you could say pretend learning says you have to finish the book you know or like stuff like that. So I don't know if you know I can run through those or go ahead. <laughs> so I put um. I put, uh, real learning doesn't always look good on social media, or you could flip it around and say, uh, pretend learning looks good on social media or slash online, you know, is, uh, sometimes (laughs) your picturesque view of what real learning looks like is probably not accurate or not even going to be effective. You know, if it's everyone just sitting there quietly and, you know, in their, uh, in your dedicated space with, you know, um, I know some people even do dedicated clothes and everything, you know, that's doesn't necessarily mean it's just going to be instant learning, but it can feel like you're learning, you know, Mm um, I put uh, real learning isn't tied to an amount of time. I think that's another thing is, you know, it's another quantitative thing is like, well, if I just say we're going to go through six hours a day or four hours a day or whatever it is, then if we accomplish that, then we've learned. And again, unfortunately, it doesn't really, I mean, it doesn't really matter. And honestly, a lot of times I feel like I have put more time into trying to learn something. But then when I actually... Like, when you hit that moment where you're like, I get it, or I need it, or I'm really, really engaged, you can learn exponentially much, you know, more and in a shorter amount of time than just spending a ton of time doing it. You know, there's some things like music that you kind of have to put time in. But, you know, eh, a lot of the things uh, that we we are taught. Um, We already talked about the test, I think. Uh, And I thought also, like... I don't know how you would really word this but I feel like real warrior, uh, real learning or pretend learning is not just because it works for someone else it's going to work for you you know like well, this this has been vetted to be really, really effective, and they got great test results off of this curriculum. So that must mean that my kids are going to learn really good from it, you know. And unfortunately, uh, you know, just because the test, as Dev was just saying, the test results are good from it, doesn't mean that it's real learning. So, uh, but it can be really attractive when you see the thing that says guaranteed to you know help them pass the act at the 20 percent higher score or whatever it is you know Mm -hmm. uh it does not again (laughs) mean real learning so those are just a few that i
1: all of that all of that you know i mean ben was right on i mean and Mom you ought to replay that list that he just mentioned and i know it plays loudly um because we like high test scores and we feel good about that um but it does not mean anything if you want good test scores, teach your children to cheat you know i mean really if that's what's important because you get that you get just about as much good out of that um in fact just maybe a little off the subject um i i just heard recently um someone was saying um they were using the wrong measuring stick to measure their students accomplishment and their own value in homeschooling their kids as they said to a group hey our kids my kid was accepted to such and such college and everybody said yay you know now we see homeschooling does work you know moms and dads that is the wrong standard I mean I just because you know your kid gets in doesn't mean homeschooling works homeschooling works because homeschooling works it's not about those other things. I remember a mom saying to me, she said, and I probably shared this in the past, you know, we were that first wave of homeschooling families. And everybody was looking at us as though our kids were crazy and that we were crazy and that and then our kids went to college or they graduated our homeschool, they went to college, they were successful, they made a lot of money, and we finally felt validated. And then she said, She looked me square in the eye and she said, We were wrong for validating ourselves on those Mm-hmm. criteria that's the world's criteria that's not the homeschool criteria because here's my here's my thoughts you know um and uh you know i was thinking about these because i think about these things often um you know uh and i was talking to uh, about them with someone else you know sometimes i feel like what we do um is uh what we settle for is kind of a trivia or a a fact you know because trivia is a fact with no backstory. So, and like, for example, in 1492, Columbus discovered America, you know, that's a fact, but that is easily forgotten, you know? And so we put these facts on these, and this is that fake learning. We put it in our kids minds and they forget they forget when abraham lincoln was shot and what what day it was and you know here's a nugget a nugget when someone will say oh i got a nugget out of that a nugget is a small unit of information that is gathered and stored away to retrieve when you're needed it so you know i before e except after c you know that's more than a fact because every once in a while i don't know if you know that one ben but every once in a while you know i get to the letter believe and i'm like you know, is it E, I, or I, E? And I go I before E, except after C. Fortunately, so I like think,
0: a, but E before I and chicken is the one I always think of, <laughs> which is an Andy
1: Griffith quote, so. Right, 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 uh, right. But yes, um, and, <laughs> I do you know, but that's about. but And that's like a little nugget that we put in our heads. Here's what I think we should le- l- work towards in real learning. You know, I would call it like almost a, um, a trailhead to further learning. You know, like a trailhead is where uh, like I was in these, uh, 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 this camp and the trailhead is, you know, you go to this, this spot where the trail begins and it leads you to this adventure. Um, I think the way we, we should approach learning is that everything we talk about leads to further to something else. So like this, you know, the fastest mammal is a cheetah. It can run at a top speed of over 70 miles an hour that's not supposed that's not designed to be re, to be remembered but to spur them on to learn and discover more i think that's what learning is our goal shouldn't be for them to remember this little you know trivia thing that they can play in trivial pursuit our goal is to give them something that leads them to something else that leads them to something else and leads them to something else and that's harder to measure i know it is but that happens in your house every single day Um, I will tell you again, as we talked earlier in the year, you know, this has been a uh, a video game free summer for us. And uh, my boys, youngest boys, they're they're starting to probe a little bit like, hey, mom and dad, you know, we're getting to the end of August. What are we going to do? And my wife and I are going to say we're going to continue doing what we're doing. Um, because we have seen such an amazing thing in our kids. Um, we have seen them, you know, build and things with Lego. We've seen them play sports. We've seen them do other things that normally they wouldn't have done. And that is real learning. And I think sometimes we can maybe even do things that, that um, short-circuit real learning. Um, not just in school, but maybe even in their other activities so um so mom i just want to encourage you maybe as you are maybe you're writing that maybe you're just loving your year so far and you're okay with you know having them fill out workbook pages that's okay too you know if you feel like they're learning things but don't be driven by somebody else's list or somebody else's check marks to to fill out And uh, go ahead, Ben.
0: Well, just one of the things I was going to say on that is, you know, that can be good. The problem, and I think the thing that I would say is the biggest one of the dangers of this, not just that, you know, your kid isn't going to learn or not, but is the fact that it is really, really easy, and everyone does this, I think, to find your identity and your, uh, your encouragement or whatever the word is, in success you know so if your kid makes it to college and if they do well on the tests and all that then you feel good about yourself your homeschooling and all that else problem is what happens if your kid doesn't end up getting into that college or doesn't end up testing well if everything if that's all it's based on is whether you're you know feeling good about it all is on these few markers if your child is different and than that and doesn't conform exactly to that then, you know, you can, it can be devastating, you know, and I think that that happens in marriage, especially too, I think, where it's like, you know, if you only serve your spouse so that they are going to react really nicely and kindly and, oh, they're going to love it so much. You know, I've done that where it's like, you know, I'll do something because I think Rissa is going to be super, super excited about it. And then it's like, you know, I was really just doing it for me. And then as soon as that's not there, I no longer have a good attitude about it. It's different, but, you know, I think it's, it's really easy to, uh, to f- wrap that up instead of God and your conviction that homeschooling is the right thing to do, uh, regardless of if they make it in the big college or not. Cause that is, again, it's just a whatever marker. I mean, that's, you know, that's something that everyone else sets there for you. So that was just one thing I yeah, was thinking. Yeah,
1: I agree. I agree. And, you know, maybe like our last comments could be, um, mom, I just want to empower you to, to let those real learning opportunities count. You know, so if your kids are doing something, maybe they're, maybe they've just watched something on television, it's PBS and it's, you know, it's some little thing on animals. I'm going to guess real learning took place in that because I know our kids could tell you all about certain animals from Zaboomafoo and even though that's not on there or, um, you know, Wild Kratz or something like that. That is not fake learning. That is real learning at its pinnacle. You know, or if your kids are out um, building something or working at something or digging up something with 100% integrity, you should check that off as something. You know, um, you might have to be a little creative and I don't think I'm not saying that like you should, you know trick the system i'm not saying that Mm -mm. you should do it with 100 percent integrity because that is what it's all about and then you know finally just surround yourself with people who will encourage you in that truth again you know i i was telling ben we should talk about homeschool co-ops because i'll tell you homeschool co-ops can either be wonderful sources of encouragement or they can discourage you from accomplishing what you'd like to accomplish so um, pick one that will you know move you along the right direction Okay. So goodbye, everybody. Have a great week. Stay cool. And don't forget to smile.
0: Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you would like more weekly encouragement, head on over to our website and sign up for a weekly email. Also, just want to say thank you again to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler. They make this all possible and you should go check them out over at teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week. And as always, keep smiling.